Reddit did to do. Welcome into more important issues. It is Monday, November 27th, and the Vols are coachless. And winless. <laughs> and winless. Oh, yeah. And win- Thanks for that, uh, Star Commander. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, yeah, we, that, that is also true. Um, honestly, I don't really have words for what went on yesterday. I mean, it makes sense. What about Saturday? Okay, Saturday. I had a good time either way. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I don't have words for this weekend. I guess you're right. Okay. Um, Saturday was an embarrassment. <laughs> we sat. I sat next to this little kid, four years old, at the game. Um, surprised his parents would let me talk to him, but they did. Okay. They were they were nice people. They're from Dyersburg. Shout out. I don't know their names. They're from Dyersburg family. Maybe they listen to the show. Maybe. Um. So shout out if you are. Um. But the kid was like, I'm faster than Vanderbilt. And I was like, you're right, kid. You are. <laughs> you are faster than Vanderbilt. Um, there's no doubt in my mind that, that that's true. Right. So, um, but yeah, he just kept saying how much he hates Vanderbilt and um, how much he hates Alabama and how much he hates Florida. And I was like, dude, your, your parents raised you right. You're evolved for life. Your parents raised you right. So, yeah, we made uh, Kyle Shermer look like uh, Tom Brady. He's a Heisman quarterback now. Yeah. Should be. He's in the... Everybody we play should be in the Heisman race um, after the fact. Ralph Ralph Webb um, read for 163 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, no surprise there um, because we can't defend the run. I don't know why, but we can't. We have the biggest defensive lineman, like, ever, but we can't plug a hole. <laughs> and then we have linebackers that don't know what they're doing. And then we have DBs who can't tackle to save their lives. Yeah, we're – I mean, the defense just – I mean, like, even the times we'd cover well, we never covered that well. The times we would cover okay, we couldn't make a sack or yeah. couldn't get him out of the pocket and uncomfortable. I mean, we let him – we let him set his feet. We let him throw down field. We let – they bullied us. Yeah, and, and there wasn't one bright spot on both sides of the ball. I thought in the first half the offense looked pretty good. Okay. I mean, better th- – Pretty good's a very loose statement. Okay. Better than we did last week and better than we did Missouri, I thought. Okay. Um, I mean, I thought the offense did a few things well in the first half. We threw, that, be- it, we but, threw better, but, but we, the didn't second run, half we didn't was, run the ball. The second half was, Yeah. I mean, it was bad. Yeah. It was, it was bad all around. Um, and definitely the um, the outcome made it definitely seem just way worse. <laughs> the thing that killed me was, like, we have – John Kelly, and he rushed for 20 yards. And then our leading rusher had two carries for 31 yards, and that was Carl Filsamini. Brandon Johnson had 100 yards receiving. I guess that is a plus. Sure. Callaway made on ESPN. That might be a plus. That was a nasty catch. Yeah. But we didn't throw to him after that. Right. Um, So... I just, good lord. Yeah, I don't mean, I don't know what to do after, like you said, after Saturday. And then, like, you're like, yes, man, I'm going to wake up Sunday and we're going to have a good football coach as our leader. <laughs> and I'm walking around at work and someone grabs me and they're like, Greg Shiano's about to be signed. And I was like, no, 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 no. And actually, I ran into Eric Ainge um, at work. Um, and he was 
I was like, hey man, or so somebody asked me, they're like, hey, do you know anything about this Greg Schiano thing? And I was like, I don't, I haven't heard anything yet. I was like, this guy might know because I just turned around and saw Eric Ames there, and I was like, he might know. <laughs> I don't know. And he was like, I, I'm not believing anything until the university says it. And I was like, okay. Was he like a douche? He just did. You can tell he don't talk. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but I mean, it was just fine. I get it. You're like out with your family, whatever. No biggie. But yeah, I I, I just couldn't believe what was happening. And then everybody talked about. I just think the funniest thing about this entire scenario is that I believe that John Curry thought he had made a good hire. Yeah. <laughs> and then he did a quick Google search. Um, the fans revolted, and we're here now. <laughs> and with the fans, I'm, I'm sure the protests had a little something to do with it, but I think the boosters really got oh, Curry's ear. Yeah, no, that was – the fans, I think, was just uh, – it helped. I mean, it definitely helped. Yeah. But, I mean, that's why I jokingly – I tweeted it, and I didn't believe it because I was like, surely not. But in kind of down deep in my heart, I was like, that sounds kind of like a Tennessee move. I was like, guys, go to bed tomorrow, Greg Schiano. Tomorrow morning, Greg Schiano will be named our coach. <laughs> so, just enjoy the last night. And um, because I could totally see them just putting it off just because of the protest, you know, like for safety and stuff. And then the next morning holding a press conference to name him the coach. I mean, yeah. that just seems like a Tennessee move. And, and I'm trying to figure out exactly what boosters were behind it because the Haslams must have changed their mind. Yeah, I think if the Haslams had stayed on board, it would have probably gone through. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, there's obviously no super red flag. Like, not that the Penn State thing isn't a red flag, but, like, obviously he's able to pass state background checks. He's an employee of the Ohio State University. So, like, it's not like that alone – like, not that fact alone hindered him from being hired here. Like, it had to be, like you said, boosters got in his ear. Yeah. Um, well, the thing that kills me, we've known since at least South Carolina that we're going to get a new coach at the end of the season. Right? Would well, you agree with that? I'm, I'm just going to – but John Curry, if and in, if he what if he started looking before Missouri or before after that game, before after he fired Butch Jones, then he definitely doesn't need to be our AD. Like, he shouldn't have been – I mean, he should always have a short list of guys he can call because of the Lane Kiffin, you know, what happened there. Yeah. There should always be three names or four names that he can call, and they'll be our coach. And, and just in terms of like safety net, I guess. But yeah, and there there might have been more offers down the road, but you know they were turned down. And Graciano probably was not high on our list. Um, but what does that say about John Curry that he's not able to sell this program um, to other coaches? Yeah, and and people are trying to blame the national media, especially are trying to blame the fans. And I said it a few weeks ago; it's not the fans' fault. Yeah, like. Yeah, the fans are might be giving you know coaches a hard time, and, and the death threats are never okay. And it's a it's a it's a small portion of the fan base that are doing stuff like that. But that's a small portion of every fan base. Yeah. Um, but consistently, ninety plus thousand people fill that stadium six seven times a year. Consistently, people are buying apparel. Consistently, people are going to autograph sessions. Consistently, people are supporting players and coaches even after after they left here. Yeah. Um. It's not the fans' fault that we've had success in the past. It's not the fans' fault that we haven't had recent success. Everything that's happening is due to the administration's failure to perform over yeah. the last 10 years. And I, I talked about it today. Someone was like, why didn't we hire Blackburn? And I'm like, I, not, not that Blackburn hire doesn't look pretty because he's done really well at Chattanooga, but he also got resigned from Chattanooga just suddenly. Something had to happen there. Right. So, some, you know, he did that. And then he was also here when we fired Fulmer. And every single person 
at the University of Tennessee that supports the University of Tennessee that works there can point to exactly when this um, program started to spiral. Mm-hmm. And everyone, so why would we want either of those guys in well, my so, head? Curry well, or Blackburn, right? I don't get either. They're both a part of that. I don't get either of them being here. Yeah. They single-handedly destroyed UT football. Yeah, not single-handedly, but they were a part of it. Right. And I just, I, it, I don't know. I don't get it. I, I the, haven't like the quietness kills me. Yeah, I've tried to give Curry a chance. I did from day one. I was like, guys, like everybody's freaking out the day he got hired. And I was like, guys, let's give him a chance. Now I'm kind of like, after yesterday. He should have been fired before midnight last night. Right. And, and I thought he would come here and do – he's one of the best fundraisers in the country. I thought he'd come here do a good job at that, you know, make some money with the program, make it look nice. Um, you know, he has Tennessee ties. I feel, feel like he would come in and, you know, patch things up a little bit. But yeah. Never I mean, made a football hire. Right. He's already just destroyed his first one. Like, there's no bounce. That's the thing is, there's no bouncing back from what happened yesterday. No. He signed a memorandum of agreement. So he is. Does he have to pay? We don't. No one because Beverly Davenport, Chancellor, didn't sign off on it. The Treasury, the University of Tennessee Treasurer, didn't sign off on it. So, uh, and no one's clear about like legal, what needs to happen for us to owe him money. No one's exactly like sure what's happening, um, but that's where we're. That's what they're trying to figure out. But something was signed. I mean, yeah. he was. I, I guarantee he was getting his kids, family, whatever he has, together to get on a plane. Yeah, and I mean, he definitely moving forward. You got to get. You got to use your resources. Yes. I, I heard today that Philip Former was not really involved um, in the Greg Schiano thing. Peyton Manning was to a certain extent. Um, but former wasn't. Former's been a head coach. He is right there on your doorstep. Why are you not using him? Yeah, I, I don't get a lot of what's going on. Like you said, the quietness is killing me. Um, if the groomers were all really just groomers, and I know we have to be. I know at his first press conference, he came out and he said, "If it doesn't come from me, it's probably you know don't believe it as don't take it as truth." As soon as those groomers came up, if I didn't intend on hiring John Gruden and I'm the AD. I wait. I go out and say John Gruden isn't interested in this job. We're not interested in him. We've moved on from that. We're focused on another coach. We're focused on finding the next coach in the University of Tennessee. Yeah, that's going to get us to a national championship. Because the groomers, while Tennessee fans like me enjoy them and know they can't be true, there's a lot of fans that don't. I guess just don't understand that. And then there's a lot, a lot of the national media that I guess don't get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of us are joking. We, we're like, yeah, I saw John Gruden at Moe's on the strip. Yeah, of course we didn't see John Gruden at Mozart. Like, it's a joke. Right. But it does kind of make us look – It doesn't. Ma- I mean, again, coaches don't look at that and get scared. Right. Like, and, that That doesn't happen. And I'll, I'll say this. We're definitely a laughing stock. After yeah. what happened well, today. And Curry Curry killed me because, you know, he, he goes out and finds Greg Schiano. This stuff comes – it's it's been out. Um, he just didn't do his homework, I guess. Um, I, I completely forgot what I was going to say. Um, laughing stock. Yeah, we are laughing stock. We, um, he goes out and gets what he thought was a great hire. Um, he didn't have a great record at Rutgers. His or Tampa Bay. He was good at one point because of Ray Rice. He was like, he got Ray Rice. Sure. But That's what it. happened to Ray Rice? Uh, you can't pin that on Greg. <laughs> I know, Shiano, I know but I mean, some someone did tweet that and, and tried to. Yeah. Someone was like, and look what happened to Ray Rice. I'm like, Greg Shiano had nothing to do with him knocking his girlfriend out ten years later. Right. But what I saw from John Curry, 
Oh, I was at the Big 12. What do we not do in the Big 12? Play defense. Oh, let's go get a defensive uh, coordinator from somewhere. Oh, Greg Schiano. Um, yeah, this comes out about – it doesn't come out, but it comes up about the Penn State thing. And, you know, a lot of people were like, yeah, it, it's it's true. It's court documentation. But it, it was like he said, he said, he saw. Yeah, and, and that's why I was about to say. I'm not going to call him – I'm not going to say he's – like people were saying he enabled child rape. We don't have any proof – to right. do that. None of that would hold up in the court of law. Right. Now, to Tennessee's defense, why would you want anybody connected to that in your yeah, program? Yeah, exactly. And, and, Especially at the state we are now. Yeah, and like, if like, let's say there's a chance that someone else came out and said, Greg Schiano told me, you know, like, because if he's attached in any way, there's always a chance. And you mm. know he's attached. Yeah. Why would you risk it? And and like, if he, you know, he's, I'm not going to call him. I'm not going to say he's in, he enabled it. Because we don't, we just don't know that. And no one knows that. Only only he knows and whatever assistant coach he talked to knows and whoever he told. Like, there's, there are probably very few people who really know the truth behind that. And Greg Shiano's one of them, and he has to live with that for the rest of his life. I'm not going to say he did or didn't enable it. Um, I do know, as a University of Tennessee fan, someone who's very passionate mm-hmm. about the athletic department, um, about the football team, I would not want to risk that. And I don't understand why anyone, um, especially an administrator who would have to deal with all that, would yeah. want to risk that. Yeah. He did not deserve to be here. He doesn't deserve, honestly, probably to be at Ohio State. I don't know why any program would want to risk that. Does it suck that he was there at the time, that all that went down, whether he knew or didn't know? Yes. But he could have fixed it by, you know, suing for defamation. Yeah. Or, or something like he, he could have fixed his reputation if he really, you know, wanted to. Yeah, I mean, I, and he came out and said he didn't. None of that was true. Right. So, but, I mean – Again, Ohio State, sure, they took a chance on him. It's all been fine. It's all been good. Good for them. University of Tennessee, though, you really have the opportunity to not take that chance, and you took it. You were going to take it, at yeah. least. And I just don't get it. I don't um, – and it sounds like John Curry didn't even know about these allegations. Yeah. Which is even – like, that's even worse to me. Do your homework. He doesn't he – does, that's a simple Google search. He does not deserve to have this job. Right. We're coming after you, John Curry. Yeah. And You're ours. You know – he said a lot in his press conferences, give your offer to Tennessee. I'll give my offer to – you're not giving your all. Yeah. You can't even sim- do a Google search. <laughs> so, I mean, and, give your all or get out. Yeah, and then let's – so everyone's about, like, this is about a moral thing. But then they're like, put Lane Kiffin and uh, Bobby Petrino on their short list. And I'm like, look, if this is a moral thing, I know they're two separate incidents or three like, totally completely different incidences. But Lane Kiffin isn't the most moral guy in the world. Bobby Petrino isn't the most moral guy in the world. I do not want Petrino. We can't this. say that morals is an issue and put yeah. those guys on our short list. And the only reason <laughs> why I would welcome Kiffin back is because he's the only guy on this earth that I feel like could come back and defeat Saban. Right. Because he wants it that bad. And, like, I'm not, like, morals are obviously an issue, but you define what your morals are because obviously no one's for, you know, um, child molestation, uh, you know, and no one should be for um, adultery, <laughs> and yeah. that's what Bobby Petrino is guilty of. Um, now, Lane Kiffin's at least all Lane Kiffin's are rumors. He hasn't been caught yet, yeah. <laughs> so I yeah. guess Lane Kiffin can stay on your short. That's shortlist. why he got a divorce. He can stay on. <laughs> yeah, he can stay on your short list. I reckon because um, he hadn't been caught doing it. Bobby Petrino, however, was caught. I mean, we <laughs> so, sent a letter out on Twitter to we did to Lane. say sorry. Hey, for, Lane, would you for, like to come on the podcast and discuss your interest in the University of Tennessee? 
We'll wait. I'm gonna tweet at him right now. <laughs> I bet he responds. You think? He's kind of crazy on Twitter. He did. Now. He didn't reply to our uh, our letter that we we apologized up front for uh, you know everything we said to please come back, develop a quarterback, get this program back, and uh, eventually defeat Saban. Did you see who was in uh, Boca Raton this weekend? Who? Jolly Crompton and uh, Montero Hardesty. Oh really? Yeah. They gonna join the staff? I don't know, man. They might. They were there though, and. Uh, and Crompton hadn't even been back to Knoxville, but he's been to Boca Raton. Boca Raton. So, let's go get Lane Kiffin. Screw it. Let's do it. We're on the, we're on the Lane train. I mean. What does that dude that, like, pissed on his shirt and burned it, what does he do if Lane come back? Lane comes back? Mm, there's no going back from that. You yeah, piss on your shirt. you piss on his shirt. Um, so, yeah, the coaching search, though, I'm at a loss for words. I don't know where to go from here. And Shiano lost to Butch Jones. <laughs> He lost by a lot. Yeah, I wasn't close. And then that matchup's real. I hate the people who'd be like, Butch lost to Dooley. And I'm like, Butch lost at Cincinnati to Dooley at Tennessee. Yeah. That's unexpected. Like, no. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I agree with you. Two, a Rutgers and a Cincinnati, like, oh, yeah, we know. <laughs> we get this one. Um, also, Rutgers, I mean, yeah, they're not great, but they're not, they're not ash juice either. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean. Well, I mean. Then everyone's like, Shiano took him to greatness. He had one 11 win season, which is impressive. Don't get me wrong. It's impressive. And we, we saw Garantano tweet, and he was kind of all for Shiano. Um, but he he's has also, Rutgers ties. I was going to say, he has a Rutgers So, yeah. um, I mean, I don't, I don't really take a, offense to that at right. all. Um, you know, anybody who is from Tennessee, I mean, we would hop on that band right. too. So, I, I don't really take offense to that. Um, but one thing. And anybody said, who did well at Tennessee, we would. Yeah. So And, and he was like. I heard a lot of people say he, he has great defenses at uh, Ohio State. Anybody who is coached at Ohio State has great defenses at Ohio State. Also, he got 55 hung on him by Iowa. Yeah. Who averages like 20 points a game. Yeah. Um, so, no. <laughs> but he also has Urban Meyer. No one in Tennessee likes Urban Meyer. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody wants anything to do with anything he's ever done. Yeah. And and his NFL record's bad, but Nick Saban's wasn't great either. Yeah. So, and Nick Saban – but he, he shouldn't have got that job place. in the first place. Right. Um, so, I mean, anything else? I don't, I'm at a loss for words in the coaching search. I don't know who you go get now. I'm thinking, like, Mike Norvell is probably one of your only options at this point, um, unless there's another mid-major hanging around that I don't I, know I've about. I've seen a lot of T. Martin, but I, I don't know how true any I mean, I, I would think T. Martin, especially at this point now, I would think he would be interested because, like, I mean, he's white knight. You know, like, if he comes back and, and does any you know anything – Somewhat well. I mean, he's hung up in the rafters. Like, Jumbo Trump. Yeah, I mean, that – and I would think he would be – I don't know his interest level, but I would think he would consider that. Yeah, and, um, and that, that's why I, I've seen a lot of David David Cutcliffe, and I've said this from the beginning. I would love to have T. Martin or even Jim Bob Cooter come in as an OC and head coach in waiting and have, you know, a Les Miles, a Bob Stoops, even David Cutcliffe at – Head coach, yeah. and I, I think if you bring in a guy and waiting like one of those two, I think it's got to be a guy with Tennessee ties as a head oh, coach, yeah, absolutely. willing to hand it. Like I don't think Les Miles or Bob Stoops would be like, all right, three years, I'm out. If they're winning, they're staying. If they're yeah. losing, they're gone. David Cutcliffe, Philip Fulmer, if they were brought in one of their old guys and um, they knew they would be, you know, they're the head coach away, and they just got to get three years transition period, um, get some stuff rolling recruiting wise. I think they would give it up, and it would be a really, I would imagine with those two. High character guys that you would see, uh, you know, you 
you would see a family atmosphere that, you know, was able to – it would be okay with that head coach and waiting thing. I know John Curry tried something similar at um, Kansas State with uh, Bill Snyder, and it was a big mess because Curry wanted someone else. Bill Snyder wanted his son. So that was a big mess. I mean, it's, yeah. it's got to be – it's got to be a very, very tight environment that people are willing to do all this because um, if not, it can turn into a complete mess. So Right, and, and with with the head coach, you got to have a leader, but you also got to have a good staff. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's – I don't want to know who my head – I want to know who my head coach is, obviously, but the reason I want to know who our head coach is, I want to know who my coordinators are. Yeah. That's what I want to know. Right. So – well, I mean, we'll see. You know, does Greg Schiano have the ties to put it together a good staff? I don't know. Right. But, I mean, I, I'm not willing to take that chance. And with T. Martin coming, um, you know, you're taking a big chance um, if you hire him as head coach right now. Right. Um, he's He doesn't have any head coaching experience. Yeah, he's been an offensive coordinator. He's done a great job at USC. Um, I think he would do great things here as an OC and a head coach maybe down the road, but maybe not right now. Right. I, don't, I would like to see him kind of breed into it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree. I mean, I, I don't hate giving coordinators chances because, um, like, they've got to get their break somewhere. Like, so they've got to yeah. get their chance somewhere. And, and even Clay uh, Helton, head coach at USC, said that if um, T. Martin was to get a, an offer and get a chance, that he thinks he would do exceedingly well. Which he wouldn't. You know, he's on a staff. He wouldn't right. backtalk him. But yeah. I mean, still, just to hear someone say it is a little more reassuring. I mean, mm-hmm. um, for anybody, but. You know, I'm not saying he'd do great. I'm not saying he'd do poorly. Um, I wouldn't hate it. I don't think – you know, he'd be hard to love just because, like you said, there's no experience there. Um, this is the SEC. We would just feel like we were in a holding pattern again, I think. Um, but but with, with so many SEC jobs open, it's – I mean, you're probably not going to get a home run higher. I mean, I think – honestly, I think T. Martin between A&M, Arkansas, um, Tennessee, I feel like one of those uh, three should offer him. And, yeah. and May. Um, and then now you've got Arizona State, right, that's open? Is it Arizona or Arizona State? Nebraska's open. Nebraska's open. I mean, a lot of pretty high-profile gigs open right now Yeah. Um, with a lot of good coordinators hanging around. I'm curious to see if a lot of schools wave off this Greg Schiano crap and offer him. I mean, he's not been on anybody's shortlist, so I doubt it. But who knows? Uh, I, I don't know. But yeah. this is a mess. It's a debacle. Let's move on to something happier. Um, and it's happier because we're actually winning. But Tennessee basketball, um, they've only lost one game, and it was to uh, number three Villanova. Um, and, and they were up by 15 yeah, we um, in the first half. Really let that one slot on us. Yeah. Um, but this team looks good. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy because we're still undersized. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it helps us in that undersized is that Grant Williams can be such a mismatch. Mm-hmm. Um, with the right guys on the floor, he can really hold that three or four position really well. Mm-hmm. Um and, and does it, I mean, he uses his body well. You, you can't tell that he's undersized. Um, he plays with all the bigs. The bigs from Kentucky last year, um, he he did just fine with them. I mean, yeah. if he had had some more help, Fulgerson had been healthy. Kyle Alexander still hasn't really come in uh, to his own he's, yet. He's actually done a lot better. This he, He's had a couple double-doubles, had a great game against Purdue, a good game against NC State. He kind of fell off against Villanova. They had, a you know, some um, – more talented right. guys, I guess, down low. But uh, last year he kind of looked like a deer in the headlights. Yeah. I mean, and, um, yeah. And which our team's still – it's crazy. They're still young. Yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty wild. We lose like one senior again. Yeah. Oh, again. Yeah, something like that. James Daniel, the the guy that was a transfer, so he hasn't even been here all four yeah. years. 
he played good for us in the Bahamas. He yeah. he's pretty solid. Um, but I'm excited for this team to get an SEC play. I did. I, if they finish 13th in the SEC, I I don't SEC believe it. Must be damn. I don't good. believe it. Which yeah. and they will be. I mean, not they'll be good this year. Um, Alabama's looking better. South Carolina's looking better. Um, obviously, you have Kentucky, Florida. Is Alabama good, good with all their players on the court? Or just they're three? they're good with three. <laughs> I can't imagine if you put five out there. Um, that they was, can't either. That was so much bull crap. <laughs> That's I can't believe they got ejected. Did yeah. you see the play? Yeah. It wasn't even like a. They're like, did you see the Alabama brawl? I uh, know. When I went and watched like it, I expected nothing. a brawl. There was like but, nothing. Like only one player even made it more than two steps onto the court. Yeah. I think it's bull crap. Yeah. I mean, it sucks, but. The rules are rules. But I feel like they stepped off and they realized, like, I can't do this. Yeah. And stopped. And they still got punished. It's like, if I'm going to get punished for that, I'm going to go throw a punch. Like, once they, once they told me I was ejected, they should have all just went and fought. <laughs> well, is it not a dead ball? Like, they, they blew the whistle, so it's a dead ball. But it, you blow the whistle and call a timeout, they're allowed to come on the floor. That, that's what is weird to me. Yeah. I mean, that, I think it's more The play just, has stopped. I think it's just more for, like, because of the like what was happening at that moment. I mean, I get the rule. Like, I get the rule – it's in every sport. It makes sense. But I feel like now that you have, like, video review and stuff, you should be able to look back and be like, okay, we got to punish this guy and this guy. The other eight guys didn't come off the bench. Like, I don't know why you can't do that. Look look at Tennessee versus Kentucky. That rule got us beat. We had three three key players ejected yeah. for their second personal foul. because And our guys didn't even come off the bench. Yeah. They just thought our guys came off the bench. Yeah, It doesn't make sense to me. It definitely sucks. But, you know – Vol, vol basketball beat a pretty good Purdue team, or a ranked 18 in the country. Beat them in overtime, <coughs> and they had some huge guys. Yeah, they did. They had a, a starter that was seven two, and then the backup freshman was seven three. So, uh, you know, Kyle Alexander really came to play in that game. He really stepped up for us. Grant Williams kind of took over in the end. Villanova kind of turnovers late, kind of killed us, um, and beat a good NC State team. NC State is in the ACC. Probably one of the probably the best conference in basketball, I, I would say. Yeah, um, oh yeah. I mean, it's and, and to knock them off and um, a neutral side is pretty awesome to see after you know what happened last right. year. Um, and then, like you said, moving forward, ACC. I mean, this schedule does not get easy for them in December. No. Um, I mean, they got a couple you know games that should be wins. Um, just looking at the board, but then you got Georgia Tech, uh, North Carolina, Wake Forest. Uh, then you start SEC play right after Wake Forest with uh, Arkansas, who will be good again, mm-hmm. um, be another good team. They played no, – no, who did they play close this week, this weekend? Mm, I don't know. Um, but, th- I mean, that's another good team that um, definitely can hold their own in uh, in the SEC. Oh, they got smacked by UConn. Oh, they got smacked by – I thought they played North Carolina close. Nope, they got smacked. <laughs> Dang, maybe not so good. Um, supposed to be good, Arkansas team. Uh, maybe Tennessee can whoop, whoop up on them now. I th- I think the big part with this uh, team going forward is is guard play. Got to have consistent guard play. Jordan Bone and Lamonte Turner have have showed in games that they can be the guy. Um, but I think consistency going forward, and I think if Kyle Alexander can keep that, uh, you know, keep getting those double doubles, keep. You know, being a beast in the paint with Grant Williams, right. um, you know, consistent Grant Williams. Um, I think this team can make some noise and hopefully make it into the NCAA tournament. I know we say that every year, but I, well, I would and love that it. win over Purdue is gonna be big because if they're a bubble team, team, wins like that get you get you in. Right, and so. I hope it wasn't a fluke. Right, um, you know, Purdue just kind of 
mess that one up and then they end up sucking the rest of the year, that would be bad for us. But right. Anyway. Absolutely. Go balls. Go balls. Um, it's definitely on. exciting to have something Some, exciting. Some, something to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, looking forward or looking at the NFL now. Um, man, what was your favorite game of the week? There were a few good ones. I like the Saints and Rams. I like the – I'm a Panthers fan, so I'm just – I like the Panthers and the Jets game. I thought it was exciting. Uh, there was a defensive touchdown late, uh, Luke Keekley, and uh, there was a punt return for a touchdown. Um, that gave us the edge over the Jets. Um, but also that Rams and Saints game was the game of the week. Um, you know, a pretty good game. You got Kamara, you had Todd Gurley, two great running backs. Um, and then Jared Goff and Drew Brees going at it. So, two of the top defenses in the – or not defense, two of the top teams in the NFL kind of going at it. And it was a close game. Right. Uh, like you said, the Rams and Saints game was a uh, fun one to watch. I'll get into that here in a minute with Alvin Kamara just balling out. Yeah. Um, but uh, a, a good game. Um, and then the Packers-Steelers game was another fun one to watch. Um, I, I, another enjoyable Sunday of uh, – NFL football, not of fantasy. Um, another bad, sad week for me. I so, lost too. It's not. Mm, it's a hard, 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 hard week. I was supposed to win too, and then I don't even know. I'm trying to figure out who went off to put me down by like 30. Because oh. like I was like thought it'd be Tom Brady, but he only put up 21 points. Keenan Allen so was for me. He played on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And he had 35 points, and I was like, well, crap. <laughs> and I lost by like 20 something, which is very frustrating. That's how it goes. Yeah, always. I don't have any. I don't think I have anyone playing tonight. I'm not sure. I don't either. I'm done. I'm already lost. So. <laughs> um, yeah. Offensive player of the week. Offensive player of the week. Um, I have Julio Jones. Um, the dude's a – he's the best receiver in the NFL. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. Um, he had 12 receptions this week, 253 yards, and two touchdowns. Um. He's just bigger, faster, stronger than anybody that could ever cover him. The world's um, first bionic man. He is. He's he's Megatron, Megatron. Okay. He is. But Megatron's Megatron. But this guy's <laughs> double Megatron. I don't know. He, he's just fun to watch. Um, and I, I thought, you know, with the leaving of that uh, OC during the offseason, Shanahan – yeah, I figured you know they'd have a hard time getting him the ball because he he did such a good job, um, getting him open. But he doesn't have trouble getting open. <laughs> and if if he does, then he'll just go up and get it. Oh, he's been nasty since his college days. Yeah, I mean, like you said, he's he beat a beast. us <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Um, offense player of the week, Vol for life, Alvin. How the NFL announcers say it, camera, camera, <laughs> camera. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Kamara, um, he had – I mean, this is impressive alone. Uh, five attempts for 87 yards rushing. Uh, then flip over and look at his receiving. Six receptions. Oh, and a rushing touchdown. Apologies. The 74-yarder, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And then a uh, six receptions for 101 yards receiving. One TD. He's a I mean, he's, just, he's a beast. He can, do it. he can do it all. He's an NFL back. Um, and, and he compliments – uh, Mark Ingram and Drew Brees so well. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he's a Drew. Yeah, he's sorry. He's a Drew Brees back. Yeah. I mean, he's he's perfect for him and mm-hmm. um, just 188 yards all purpose. I think 
and that's you know almost split evenly between receiving and rushing. I think that that is what you know, um, that's what a Vol fans expected from him. Um, yeah, especially after that A and M game. Um, but yeah, and then even NFL scouts expected from him, and all these people queuing in to say why didn't he play at UT? Hansot's twenty twenty. I don't disagree with you. Um, it's frustrating, but it is what it is, guys. It's okay. He, he's getting his time now, yeah. and, and like we, we said last week, tires. yeah. Jalen Hurd and him were the same age. Yep. It sucks, but it is what it is. It's tough. Can't he, he's better off now. He wouldn't have played at Alabama. No. He's not the, He's not an Alabama type back. No. And he complimented Jalen Hurd. Yeah. Um. You know, if, if we had 16 games in the season, he probably would have rushed for 1,000 yards. Um. And Jalen Hurd probably would have rushed for 1,000 yards. Right. So – it is what it is. Jamel Hill, shut up. <laughs> um, my defensive player of the week is Blake Martinez, uh, Green Bay linebacker, and they lost to Pitt. He had 15 tackles and interception. Dang. Anytime you have anything like that, he's all over the field. You, you've made it on my. You've you've made it on my. You got my attention, Blake Martinez. Okay. Yeah. You got my. Attention. They still got. They still took the L though. Didn't they, they did. They did. Dang. Again, anytime you do that though, you've you've got my attention. But if you if you have Aaron Rodgers, you probably beat him by right twenty. He's, he was throwing the ball this weekend. He is. Ups. He's a beast. He's ready to come back. Yeah. He's trying. He's a next. He's trying Tom Brady. hard. Next Tom Brady. He's bionic. <laughs> you can't stop that man. Um, my defensive player of the week is uh, Luke Keekley. Um, he had nine total tackles, uh, one tackle for a loss, um, a pass deflection, and he had a thirty-four yard fumble recovery for a touchdown um, to give us the lead over the Jets. So, he's bionic too. He's <laughs> he's freaking crazy. Uh, I love him though. Right. Luke. Luke. Just awesome. Just like a simple he's name. So white. Like, I love him. Yeah. He doesn't really fit in with like Cam Newton and them. Yeah. But he does at the same time. He doesn't. At all. <laughs> he does, um, but he doesn't. He doesn't. Okay, so fail. Stupidity is an epidemic. Mm. I, I had a lot, but there was too many to screenshot almost. Um, like it was just so hard to keep up yesterday with all those stupid tweets. Um, I'll start with this one on uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, Western Kentucky attempted a fake punt. Did you see that play? Yeah. Um, so if you haven't, look it up. It's hilarious. It's against FIU, and it, it would have worked too. That's what's crazy is it would have worked, but the kicker tripped over his own feet. <laughs> Come on, man. Not good for the brand. Just not good for the brand. That's my – that's just stupidity. Like, oh, I guess that's my fail. Just, just bad. That's my fail. It's your fail. It was a tweet. That's what made me think it was my stupidity oh and epidemic tweet. I'm sorry. Girl, no, don't worry. I, I, I've got plenty. What you got for me? What else you got for me? Let me holler at you. Let me holler at you. Let me holler at you. Okay, so um, a Vol student – Undid a lawn or undid a lawn. Undid a sheet. She did a lawn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, undid a sheet um, painted that said potential UT coaching candidates: Greg Schiano, Kevin Spacey, Jared from Subway. And someone commented on it and said, "And Jake from State Farm." <laughs> I don't think they got the correlation between those three people. They all were child molesters. <laughs> Greg Schiano, well, not Greg Schiano, but you get the idea. Somebody just somebody random comment on. Oh my! <laughs> on an Instagram God. post. So I guess yeah. I mean. I don't, know how they I don't know how they didn't see that correlation. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Jake from State Farm. Nope. Nope, not Jake I from State Farm. It. 
Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Again, too many yesterday to to really screenshot a whole lot. I tried to keep up, but I'll, I'll give a shout-out to a guy this award could be named after. Um, not the one you're thinking of. Wes Rucker, though. Ooh. He was saying some stupid stuff. And he's just trying to get the fans back on his side. It won't happen, Wes. I won't fall into your bag of tricks. What do you say? He's just like, you know, he's like saying everything the fans are saying. Just trying to, you know, be a good buddy. Yeah, like he – He'll like tweet something stupid, and everybody will be like, "Shut up, Wes! Shut up, yeah. Wes!" And then he'll be like, "Oh, I love the fans! Blah blah blah! I'm here for you." Oh, y'all. he's trying hard. That I sent you guys a screenshot. I can't remember yeah. what I said. That I was like, "He's trying to get back in our good graces." It will not work. You got one for me? I do have one for you. Um, you know, I, I could go on and on about Nathaniel Rutherford. Um, he he goes on and on about. <laughs> Clay Travis and how stupid he is when he's the... Player. Oh, Clay Travis said something funny. I don't have the exact tweet. <clears throat> it was about... Here, you you read yours, and I'm going to find this tweet because it's that... I need you guys to understand because Clay Travis is a... He he herds mobs. I mean, he <laughs> he feeds mob frenzies. It's, it's pretty okay, entertaining. So, so Dennis Dodd, um, he's got the little check mark next to him, so he's a, he's a big dog. Um... He said, when Bubba in Pigeon Forge gets a voice on the search committee. You spelled it wrong. Pigeon. Um, and John Reed, I guess he's referring to John Reed. Oh, is that who that is? I guess. Okay. Um, you know, John Claybo's from GB, so that's who I'm He's talking about John Claybo. <laughs> we, can, we can go to... John, you know I'll go to war with you, man. Let's go. <laughs> but, uh... It had nothing to do with that protest. Um, literally, there was like 100 people there. So, yeah, I think John Curry's just scared of anything. He has thin he skin just like Butch Jones. Yeah, he should. I mean, John Curry should be terrified Which I've right heard now. Greg Schiano has thin skin also. So, great hire. <laughs> great hire. God. Um, Clay, so, somebody tweeted at Clay Travis about leading a lynch mob. Clay replied, lynch mob? Did I also lead a lynch mob against Derek Dooley and Butch Jones? Schiano isn't good enough. Coach or a good enough fit for Vols. A bad choice at a time when his hire, this hire needs to unite everyone. Should I have, I have blindly accepted a bad hire or fought it? I fought it and won. Well, you didn't start the riot because of his coaching resume. But that's not my point. So I wanted to tweet back and be like, Clay, before yesterday, I would have said that you started the closest thing to a lynch mob to get Derek Dooley and Bush Jones fired. Then I found out lynch mobs still exist after yesterday. I mean, seriously, if Greg Shiano was in Knoxville, there's no doubt in my mind he would have been lynched. I mean, that mob was, like, roaring and ready to go. So I was ready to go. Before yesterday, I would have said, yeah, you started a lynch mob. I mean, you know, thinking that was the closest thing to a lynch mob. But I just found out yesterday that there are still lynch mobs. Oh, my God. So that's crazy. I mean, I don't – but, yeah, Clay Travis is very – I don't know. Did he forget how against Bush Jones he was or against Derek Dooley? I don't – he hated the Vols when Derek Dooley was here. I mean, hated him. Yeah. I mean, I did. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was they're, tough to they're love. They're hard to like. It was tough to love. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, and yesterday, apparently Juwan Jennings drove by filming the mob, the riot, outside Neyland or maybe Tom, or Anderson. I don't remember which one. But he wants back in the program, man. That's funny to me. I also saw where Jason Witten has been like. No, he came out and denied it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean we don't know. But, I mean, like. Dude is still getting paid yeah. a heck of money for still he's still playing. Right. He's not interested in that job. No. Um 
most important of the week. But thanks for oh, just sorry. coming out and saying Right. Thank you. Thank you for denying it. <laughs> we appreciate it so much, Jason. God. You got a most important? Most important. Um, I'm sorry if I took yours. Uh, the Iron Bowl. You suck. Did I take it? Yeah. Go ahead. You go. No. Ahead. No, because no, I was, I was going to talk about just every year it, it hadn't really failed us. I mean – um, and Auburn fans didn't like Gus Malzahn midway through the year. Yeah. Now look at you. Yeah, um, you got Jared Stidham. Yeah. Um, You're playing in the SEC championship. You're playing with a chance to go to the playoff. Yeah. Um, all you got to do is win, and you're in. All you got to do. And and Alabama, they're not – I still think they get in. I still think they get they, the they benefit get of the doubt. Well, and they're only but there's still a chance. They're only a one-loss team. Yeah. That's what helps them so much. Yeah. I mean – they lost the right time, and they lost to an SEC opponent, which helps. That means they don't have to play in the would, SEC championship. And somebody will probably also be in. It'll be Georgia or Auburn. It'll be the winner of the SEC championship game and Alabama. And if it's not the playoff, I, I give up. Because I, I think Cause like that, I, that makes sense. Clemson, Oklahoma, and two SEC teams? It, With, it, Wisconsin. It, Wisconsin yeah, will probably get in. Yeah, then you have another one. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it'll work itself out. It usually yeah. does. Um, but right now, if Clemson wins, Oklahoma wins, and Wisconsin wins, you know, I feel like you have to put three of them, those three in. And, I I mean, I think it's only fair that Alabama, even if Auburn wins the SEC championship, I feel, only, feel like it's only fair that Alabama gets in over them. You lost to, you lost to LSU. <laughs> Which LSU doesn't look that bad. Yeah, but come on. I mean. I know, but <laughs> – and, but you also lost. I mean, Clemson lost too. Looks, and it helps that all these losses. Clemson like, lost to Syracuse. Yeah, it helps that all of Auburn's losses happened at the beginning of the year. Yeah. If it had, like Alabama's happened yesterday, you know, two two days ago. That that's why I think they won't give Alabama the benefit of the doubt because they're not a conference champion. Right. That yeah, you're right. That doesn't help. We'll, we'll talk about it next week when everything finalizes. I'm sure it'll work. We're about, but right now it's crazy. It is. It's gonna. And I love it. It's gonna get wild. My fail of the week. What's your fail? Up until yesterday, the Cleveland Browns were statistically still able to make the playoffs. And that's why I hate the NFL. Not the only reason, but one of the reasons. An 0-10 team was statistically still able to get into the playoffs. That is stupid. That's why college football better, because every every loss counts. Yep. Like, when you lose in, in college football, you have to bank on other people losing to get in. Yeah. NFL... 0-10, oh, and, and they were statistically still able to get in the playoff. That's dumb. That's stupid. That's a fail. I don't get it. It would have taken a lot, though. Oh, I mean, it would have, but the fact, like, if Alabama loses their first five games, there's no chance in hell they're getting in the playoff. And I know it's only four teams in college and blah, 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 but there's still no chance in hell. I would say even three losses. Well, yeah, I mean, you would assume, yes. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. The Haslam's, the Browns just fell. <laughs> The Browns could be a fail every week. Yeah, that's true. Fair enough. But I, um, more that was more at the NFL and the Browns. But but this is uh my fail is also in the NFL. Um, Crabtree and Akeem Talib going after it again. Um, but not really them going at it was the fail. Um, but the the teams as a whole was a fail. Um, so they get into it. Uh, Crabtree blocks just abuses Akeem Talib. Because he stole his chain. I mean, you steal a man's chain, that's your life. Um, but it, he, he knocks him to the ground. He knocks him off the sidelines, into the ground, into an official. Um, so, 
you know, everybody's pushing and shoving. Well, they, you know, spread them apart. They they put a keep to leave over to the side. They push Crabtree to the side. He starts walking back to his uh, end zone um, and, and to the to his sideline. While they're all pushing and shoving, a keep to leave and Crabtree are right next to each other fighting again. And it. You know, it takes a second for somebody else to realize, oh, crap, the people who actually started this mess are over here fighting, and we're <laughs> over here fighting each other for no reason. Um, so, yeah, that was just a fail. Um, both players got ejected. I think a, an offensive lineman for the Raiders got ejected for pushing an official. And then here comes Marshawn Lynch to the rescue. Um, he escorts Aqib Tlaib because Aqib Tlaib had to go through the sidelines of the Raiders to get to the locker yeah. room. And Marshawn Lynch um, escorted him out. <laughs> he, like, just put his arm around him. He's like, I got you, man. He's like, I'm the only person that is more thug than you are. <laughs> I feel like that would piss me off if I was Marshawn's teammate. But whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Or what What if Marshawn just, like, escorted him and then as soon as they got in the tunnel just started beating the crap <laughs> out of him? That would have been awesome. That would be Marshawn Lynch. Right. That would have been great. Um, another crazy wild week um, in the world of sports, guys. Just in Knoxville is well, crazy. Yeah, well, yeah. Chaos. God, pray for us. I don't know if we'll get through this or not. I really don't. Um, but, guys, don't become crazy Vol fans. It's tough. It's a tough life. Um, it is. I don't, that's the only advice I have for you. I'll still be there week. next year. Though. I will, too. <laughs> I'll be in my seats. You can find me there. Guys, have a great week. Um, enjoy it. Don't hire a coach that's was attached to a child abuse scandal. <laughs> That's it. That's my advice. There, I found advice for you. Boom. It's great advice. Um, go Vols, I think. <laughs> go Vols. Um, you know, it, it's getting really rocky. It is. Um, but we're still bringing the boat in and we out. Come